0: Not not to tell you how to do your podcast, but you should talk about the Filoni situation.
1: Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, but we'll get into that.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I also I didn't know, look, I so is. I don't. I don't. I he wouldn't know. He got promoted. Oh, okay. He's basically hey. like a partner level of whatever. No. Kathleen. Kennedy. Kathleen. County.
2: And before we get started, Hooper, uh, I do want to just go ahead and and make sure you're aware that Carrie Fisher is dead. <laughs> <laughs> From cocaine, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna create a list for you of all the dead people. Uh, Man, why did the Star Wars franchise look so bad before it died? He's being
0: uh, Dave Filoni is being promoted to chief creative officer at Lucasfilm. Oh wow! So okay. He will work alongside uh, Kathleen Kennedy and head of development. Carrie Beck. I he's know. not dying, is he? No, I gotta get some water. I'll be right back. I'm dead felony. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> dead
1: felony. <laughs> oh, my, <man>. my baloney. <laughs> I'm gonna get some water. <laughs> that, <that's... laughs> yeah.
2: chocolate on my pants and it looks so much like poop <laughs> <laughs> you're just saying that preemptively before we all think it's poop
0: no i got it on me and then like it's just been there all day but you know i was working from home and i'm like whatever it doesn't matter And I went outside with the i'm taking care of zach and emily's dog i went outside with the dogs and i've just got this like chocolate stain that looks like doo-doo <laughs> and my neighbor was just standing there talking to me and i'm like do I bring up the doo-doo stain? <laughs>
1: Do I say oh, anything?
0: Yeah. And I didn't say anything, so she yeah, just thought it. I got
1: chocolate poop on my pants. Okay. Um, hello again, everybody. Hello. Kellen Dustin. Welcome back. Um, yes. Uh okay. So we wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk to you two about. I don't think we all really wanted to talk about Star Wars, but I I wanted us to talk about Star Wars lately um stuff's been coming out i have that here's, sounds like i'm saying <laughs> stuff. <stunning>, <laughs> stuff's coming out about it no allegations thing, yeah <laughs> think things uh things are being produced and made and um there's been shows and movies and whatnot and it's been a whole thing so um i i watched a few things that uh i don't i know we have not all seen but i'll just give you guys a a Cross section of what I have watched recently that sort of made me want to talk about all this. Um, so, whatever, this past year, I guess, I've watched the third season of The Mandalorian. <clears throat> um, there's been Ahsoka, uh, Andor. And then I went back and watched Rogue One after I watched Andor. Um, I saw The Light and Magic. Uh, Docu series about ILM, uh, you know, just because it was there, and um, and then I watched Solo because I had not seen that, uh, and you two had, and I figured I should, you know, it would be good if I watched it. So, um, Kellen, you've only watched and No, recently. I watched all of that except for Ahsoka. Oh, recently? What do you mean? Well, uh, well, I, I well, no, no, you're right. Um, you didn't watch Ahsoka. Did you see the Mandalorian season three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I did not. Yeah. So I've seen Mandalorian <clears throat> season one and two. Mm-hmm. I saw
2: Rogue One and I saw Solo. Yeah. Um, I was going to try to be done with Andor by this podcast, but I'm literally on the last episode. Gotcha. So I'm I, I'm I'm so close. Forty minutes from being finished with that, and um,
1: that's it. You didn't see it. Did, yeah.
2: Did not watch season three of Mandalorian. Did not watch Ahsoka. Did not watch Book of Boba Fett
1: i watched that boba fett was terrible um yeah yeah it, it, it That's was what i heard yeah i think we all watched kenobi that was bad oh, oh yeah oh, that kenobi. was worse i forgot worse. that even existed kenobi kenobi is the worst thing i've ever seen star wars make um, really huh. yes it's kenobi's okay. horrible <laughs> um, i mean
2: i've i've <clears> seen <throat> the new trilogy so i can't say that about kenobi but yeah, but it, just, Dustin,
0: it's worse than anything. It's, it's been pretty bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, well, I, 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 that's saying I saw a Kenobi, lot.
0: but... Yeah. I, I think, okay, it's as Rise bad of Skywalker as and Kenobi are fighting for the bottom of the yeah. fucking barrel. At, like, at, at yeah. least
1: Rise of Skywalker is sort of fun sometimes. There's nothing... At least, I, I, I'm at least, well, for me, it was. Like, at least I'm watching, I'm going, like, all right, well, I can, like, my lizard brain's enjoying parts of this. Like, it doesn't make any sense, and I don't care, but, like, you know, the so ships that's look a, cool.
0: That's a good point, and I don't know how you want to structure the conversation. Oh, there's no. but, Yeah. Okay. So, the, I Three think there, Dylan, I, I wanted to I talk about whether two- or not
1: we're overall enjoying this, or if, you, you know what I mean, like, just. How, yeah. how are we feeling about things you know no.
0: so what i think you said lizard brain <laughs> yeah you said lizard brain and i think there's just like there's two factors that i think split group like it's like a venn diagram, not a venn diagram a uh, like a punnett square situation uh-huh. where the two factors are lizard brain or actual like analytical film brain and caring about storytelling and then there's um the side of the coin that's like do you just care about the things that are like star warsy Right. Or do you want to see new things? So like the reason why, you know, I, I haven't watched Ahsoka, but the reason why I don't really care to watch it, I don't even have an opinion on it, is that I actually just find Jedi stuff really boring. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like magic in my sci-fi and I know Star Wars isn't a sci-fi, but Andor feels the most sci-fi I think a Star Wars ever has because it's about people yep. and the the society that in which they live. And well, it's not while, about magic doers.
2: While we're on that point, I disagree because I think in with Star Wars specifically, I view it as a fantasy. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's so,
0: why. Yeah.
2: So for me, when you take it, so again, I'm not finished with Andor, but when you take all of the magic out of it, I think it actually feels not like Star Wars. And to me, no matter how good it is, it it's not Star Wars, so like for me, so far, again, not it, not done with it, but Andor, it, do, it to me, it's not Star Wars. It just is not It's just its own thing. It doesn't matter. It's not Star <laughs> Wars because it would be the, the equivalent of taking Lord of the Rings and removing all the magic from it. It doesn't that that doesn't make it that's not Lord of the Rings. Like you could say, well, this is just a street level story about humans in this one town where magic never happens. I'm like, well, then it's not Lord of the Rings. Like how like a good section of Lord of the Rings is the magic. It's the the mystical element of it. And so for me, removing that completely n- sort of removes it from the world, the story world. And so for me, like um, I, I think any any of Star Wars should have that magical element in it. And if that element is missing, it's so, it's not complete. So I have a question for you uh, sure.
0: and. I, I disagree with that to a certain extent, but it's also pretty evident that like, I'm not the biggest star Wars fan. It's mostly because I'm not as big of a fan of the fantasy and the themes. Sure. But also at the same time, I think they could achieve what you're looking for in a star Wars show and still not have to have it be the same characters shoehorned in like, you know, like six degrees to Luke Skywalker. kind oh, of Oh, totally. Shit.
2: Oh, totally. Yeah. So like it
0: could have, it could have had like a force user or something in it Yes. and stuff like that. But like, it's either they go straight for the nostalgia, straight yep. for the um, like you know member berries kind of thing, yep. um, or they do something like Andor, which is completely out of left field and takes itself way more seriously.
2: Well, I think you, I think you split the difference and do Rogue One, where there it, it's pretty street level. You know, it's it's there's not much of a mystical element, but then Donnie Yen's there to remind you of the Force, to remind yep. you of this you know, thing. And like, he's not connected to Luke. He's not connected to Anakin <clears throat> and, and he doesn't have to be. And in my mind, like the, the further we get away from that, probably the better at this point. Um, so, you know, like it, it's weird because if you look at other fantasy series like Harry Potter, right. The further you get from Harry, the less I care. And with Star Wars, I feel like the further you get from Luke, the more I would care. Because Luke, that story has been done to death. The the time period between Anakin's birth and death is just done to death. I I I don't know how we've gotten as much content as we have in this small amount of time, Um, of what like I don't know how old Vader is when he dies. Sixty? Who knows? Right. Like. But like in that amount of time for there to be this much story is just redonkulous. And so for me, yeah, no, I, I, but I agree with you. I think, I think we need to, we need to just move on away from it.
1: He looked pretty yeah. old when he died. He could have been any age though. It's true. He could have been 40.
2: He did. He did get burned to a crisp.
0: <laughs> you guys, he also had cancer. Being i really <laughs> had cancer. <laughs> can't believe we, that, twice now.
2: <laughs> twice now, who right. That guy space cancer. He got burned. Have some sympathy. Oh
0: yeah, he did get burned. You're right. That's why he's all fucked up. The way that I spoke about what I'm looking for in Star Wars is, is how I feel. And you can basically apply that to any of the stuff coming out. Like, yeah. I, I care about character stuff. I don't care about remember when stuff. Yes, I don't agreed. care about like superficial, shallow, like emotional Polls like like the stupidest thing they did was like we killed Chewbacca and oh psych, he's not dead no, like no we didn't like yeah. all this kind of stuff that I'm just like it's really weird seeing a juggernaut franchise that like while I don't want to just see the same stuff regurgitated out it's really strange to see like really amateurish decision making in terms yes. of uh, storytelling and stuff yeah. because. Yeah. I think there was a large factor, uh, you know, of decision making that was that you know turn your brain off, and it's a popcorn movie kind of thing, and it's like, yeah. I just don't don't have a lot of time. I don't want to suffer that kind of stuff very much anymore. I want to see some good storytelling. So
2: yeah, at, at this point, the way I look at it is, th- there's always been a difference between Trek and Wars, um, and but now more than ever. Well, I can't really say that because Trek's kind of fallen off, but like, it it feels like if you, if you compare the franchises at large, it's like Trek is for the thinking man and Wars is for the lizard brain man. And,
0: uh, and now they're both for the
2: lizard brain man, but like, but that, (laughs) that's always been kind of like the, the distinction. And, and it used to be, it used to be maybe like Star Wars was for the fun That's where you got your fun and Star Wars is where you got your ethical dilemmas. I mean, Star Trek is where you got your ethical dilemmas. And now it's like Star Wars is where you go to tell low level, stupid storytelling and it's not fun and it's taxing Mm -hmm. and it's dumb. And Star Trek is where you go to see lens flares. So if we're kind
0: of like hinging this conversation on the Andor side of things, like and I've been watching a lot of, you know, I didn't rewatch the show. It's been a while since I saw it, but I did watch some. You know, YouTube video essays, uh, cringe or non-cringe, you, oh. uh, you know, it's up to you. But um, a, a lot of it I found really interesting because, like, I agree, Dustin, that if I like this show as much as I do, it means it must not be very Star Wars-y. Like, and that, uh-huh. that sounds really, ca- like, petty. I, I really do think a lot of this just comes down to, like, preferences and what I'm looking for from my, you know, media and star wars just doesn't tend to be it because it literally is fantasy in space and it's the same reason i don't get into fantasy i know a bunch of people didn't like it for these very reasons but it did feel nice to know that if you're going to have this be a universe like it's an ip juggernaut universe it's not a franchise it is a people live sleep and breathe this shit it is nice to know that it can stretch legs into other pant legs is that a metaphor (laughs) for sure it is (laughs) now go for it it can fill it can fill other voids it doesn't have to be this one thing so like i was just sitting there and you know relatively amazed that i was like i'm actually like gleaning smart storytelling and character building from a star wars thing that never bothers to be more than you know relatively surface level yeah there's like strong themes in it and people hinge a lot of their you know their multimedia love on to certain things about Star Wars, but I've never really found it deep and I never really found the politics engaging or any like any rebels motivations because the cartoonish, you know, empire was always just kind of like a,
2: we're we're British and we're stoic and we're mad at you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah.
0: yes, the space wizards are going to defeat the guys that blow up whole planets. Like, yeah. Right. I get it. Um, yeah. but I just really enjoyed Andor because, Um, It didn't go and now here's the part where a Jedi jumps in and does all the work that these people are trying to do with his hand wave like yes I don't know it just it was nice to see um, people that literally never you know I know they didn't have a plan for the rebellion and how they got the you know all this stuff way back when but to know that they're putting that kind of thought into it and it does matter when it matters is pretty cool my one little uh, aside is is um i don't know if you guys I, dustin i think i've made you watch some gundam at this point but that's uh um, yeah, it's an anime series it's very long running it's very deep long timeline if you follow the same one central timeline but it's a sci-fi and it's much more sci-fi than star wars is but it also has a through line of magic where characters instead of like force users they're called new types and they can basically like speak to one another tele- telepathically, sometimes make stuff move and like harness this energy from a this new type of uh, uh, the tech. Don't worry. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's like the main through line of the story. But I find the best storylines are the ones that that are people that do not have this power. And it's never brought up because they're the ones just like doing the grunt work and on the front lines kind of thing and like uh-huh. dying in mass. So, yeah. Um I just think it's nice.
2: Yeah, and I think so I'll, I'll give a quick incomplete review of of Andor which for me is and the last episode could change this but I think I think generally not. The problem with Andor is it doesn't give me what I want out of a Star Wars show. Um and and it is well constructed and you can't deny that it's the most prestige TV thing that that Star Wars has ever made. But I mean, when you compare anything to Kenobi, it's it is but, it got like, like
1: some Emmy nominations,
2: but yeah, well, and so did Mandalorian though. Like, but 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 it's it, while it's well constructed, I really zoned out for a lot of it, and and like it started really strong and then completely lost me and then started to gain me back a little bit. And now I'm in this weird realm where I'm like, I'll finish it. But I'm not eager to finish it. Like I'll just finish it because i've only got forty minutes left. And like all the political stuff with Mon Mothma and it's stars, scars, guard, 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 um is <laughs> so uninteresting to me, really so, so uninteresting Interesting. like and Interesting. And, it, and it's not it's not the the nature of political tension that I'm against. It's I just don't care about Star Wars. And, and I think that's what it boils down to is like, like here they are doing this thing. And I'm like, if I have to watch one more freaking rebel rebel against the empire, I'm going to lose my mind. I, I don't care. Like I, I genuinely don't care. And so there, you know, like, Andor his story, his story is fine. Like anytime they cut to Andor, I'm like, ah, cool. I'm home. But then like they cut back to the political stuff and I'm like, I don't care about your stupid rebellion and I don't care about the stupid empire. I just want to see this one dude do some cool stuff and get mistreated and persevere. Darn it. And like, but anytime you go to the like on mass version of like, let's zoom out and look at what the empire's doing and what its effect is and how we're going to combat this. I'm like, I've already seen the empire fall. Like I don't care. hey plot twist you don't succeed it's only because the jedis that's it like y'all all all suck and and everyone sucks and uh and so i don't know i'm just so uninterested and i'm like if any of these characters mattered they would matter in the story and they don't like mon mothma i had to look that person up i was like is she is she even in the trilogy i was like who is this person they're they're treating her like i'm supposed to know who she is and i google it and like oh yeah i remember her face and I'm like, what does she even do in the trilogy? I have no idea. I have no clue. Well, and she so- was literally on,
0: on screen for like a couple of shots in the original yeah. uh, trilogy. And this, because-
2: and this is the member berries. It's like, we're going to yeah. re- remember this character. Let's flesh her out. And I'm like, but she didn't matter. Yeah. She didn't matter.
0: Yeah. Um, but the, but at the, also at the same time, it's just kind of like I'm putting in, in good graces because I'm comparing it to... Like I, I just was so surprised when I was watching it because yeah. I remember all of you, like John, all the text was we were just like, I'm not doing more Star Wars, I can't do it. And I was like, I'll take on the you know the the mantle. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll sacrifice my worthy time. Time. Yeah. yeah. Um I, I don't think this is a
2: waste of time though.
0: Yeah. I bet you if I rewatched it right now. I would just be going, I just want to get to the prison. I just want to get to the prison. Like that, prison. that was that cool. I would watch I would cool. watch a prison break movie in the star. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. when I can see something I never thought I would see in Star Wars, yeah. which is two, what is it, three episodes? Yeah. All yeah. very repetitive in this prison scape that I'm betting you, all these people who just want to see like Y bombers and ATSTs are f- flipping the fuck out about yeah. how boring it is. And I'm just going, I love this. I just yeah, yeah. want to see small stories in Star Wars. I don't care. I
2: totally agree. Anytime Andy Serkis gets to deliver like really intense dialogue without blinking. I'm like, yes, sir. Dude, That's what I want. It's
0: very good for Andy Serkis.
2: Yes. But, he, but like, yeah, no, I agree. And, and here, here's the thing with, in terms of the, like the arc for, for Andor, um, I, I feel like it's weird. Like his storyline is is like vignettes it's not yep. like an overarching thing and that's an interesting decision i think that can work and i think that can also detract i don't know that it detracts here i think it, you know you'll i could see where people just don't like that and i could see where people really do like it mm-hmm. because it's like his decision at the beginning um you know affects how he operates and then he just kind of gets like bam, I'm in prison now. Yeah. But it's not necessarily because he did anything to to get himself there. So it feels plot-driven rather than character-driven. But at the same time, it is kind of character-driven because it does kind of fall from that. But then it's like, oh, but his mom dies. And I don't know, maybe something happens in the last episode. But like for me, it's like, oh, his mom dies. Well, that's kind of unrelated to anything. That's kind of a, a yeah. lucky stroke to get into the climax of this thing. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, but some of this is... Like, I think this is all well-constructed, but I can totally see how some people would not like that, the way that that unfolds.
0: Yes, and and actually, like, when I was watching it, I remember just being like, this is a it is a very weird story arc, because the only thing that is a, the only thing that kind of follows what you'd expect is the larger Rebellion backstory. Like, you, yes. you get the information at the pace that you would expect. It yeah. culminates in the way, you know, and yada, yada. But, like the show being named after Andor, i was like it is a really weird plot beat but then like when i played it back it's almost like it was the heist middle point prison and like yeah. what i think it did was and this is why i i you know i do think it's a good character study is that like the first thing was like he was doing it for mostly selfish reasons but he was basically um uh made contact with the ideals of a rebellion and, and hope and standing up to oppressors, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then when thrust into <clears throat> the ultimate miniature version of the rebellion and empire, and he's just a guy in prison with a bunch of despondent broken people that have been there way longer than him kind of thing. It was basically and, or was the mini rebellion inside of the prison thing. So like, it's where he found that spark inside of himself. And like, I don't think it was played out in like a Messiah kind of way that star Wars tends to do with its protagonists. I think it was done in a, this is a normal ass dude who like all of us just wants to live a comfortable life and never has been able to, but like in extreme circumstances, it can come from, you know most random of people kind of thing. So and
2: I, and I think that makes a lot of sense especially when you when you complete it with Rogue One, which I haven't seen since theaters, but but the idea being like, you know, here's a guy who's sort of deeply entrenched with the rebellion and and he's going to be key and pivotal to receiving the plans for the Death Star, which will, you know, enable the the rebels to win. Like all of this um has to start somewhere and so it makes sense to kind of backtrack it in your mind and say this is just a normal dude who's kind of like doing his own thing and then is thrust into this larger world this larger story and how do we make him care so that by the time we see him in rogue one it makes sense then that he would sacrifice his entire life Mm-hmm. to to end the 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 empire and and make sense of that arc in that film where you know inevitably he dies it's yeah. like where where do we how how does a person get to the point where they're willing to sacrifice their very life for that
0: yeah and that that pro- prompts me to to poke you connor um because i haven't seen Rogue one in, in years at this point mm-hmm. uh, i That's remember same. liking it um I also remember some of the things people complained about, but I also don't think it was as, and maybe it's because the film, because I know it was involved with the same people, at least, right? Uh, writing writing wise, maybe? Uh, I don't could,
1: know. I could check on that. I, real quick, I don't but. think,
0: that, I don't think it's just only related because of, you know, and or, um, mm-hmm. uh, Cassian and or anything like that.
1: Yeah. A, a little bit. So Tony Gilroy wrote the screen, co-wrote the screenplay. Um, and Tony Gilroy is, I believe one of the, he's an executive producer on Andor. So he's somewhat involved.
2: They directed some of Andor. I remember that name. I I, I just remember Rogue One wasn't
0: written amazingly. I think it was just the tone was different and that's what kind of struck me so much. So mm-hmm. maybe the same people, you know, some of the same people involved getting to stretch their legs with more runtime allows for something like this, but I wanted to see what you thought having rewatched it recently. Like, does it feel you, like you didn't could...
2: like rogue one when it came out of the three of us, you,
1: you liked it the least. Yeah. I didn't like it when it came out. Uh I was uh I just, I, I think I didn't attach to Jen um or so as a character. And I, it was the first star Wars thing that had been made at that time. That was not about Jedi. Um And I love lightsabers and i love jedi <laughs> See, and i, tell I love you, it's
0: you tip I, one way or the
1: other right so for me it's like okay star wars there's lightsabers and there's jedi and there's mysticism and there's 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 philosophy and there's um you know cool battle like cool fights and stuff and ships and shit so as far as it relates to andor and to rogue one so like so i i i leaned hard against rogue one when it came out because i was like this is not what i want out of star wars Watching it again, um, I had a completely different opinion. I retract my previous statement on Rogue One because, you know, I was always impressed by the scale of the film that it that it displayed. It did a good job of like just with 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 cinematography and with visual effects, just like doing their in production design, doing a good job of like at least for me doing a better job than uh, cuz yeah, this is 2016 so you're measuring it against the prequels at this point and maybe like the first um uh, uh um
2: yeah i think i think force I awakens think
1: episode 7 had come out yeah right so you're no. measuring it against that but like wasn't rogue one the
0: the only one out at that point that was the very first released disney star wars no, force think, awakens uh, yeah, was force the year
1: awakens before was first really? yeah. yeah yeah rogue one came out in December of 2016. And the force awakens was the previous Christmas. My main point was like, it was, it was cool looking, but, um, I wasn't on board with the characters, of the story. And so I'm looking back on it. And I think at least the film may have been ahead of its time for me on that front, because I was comparing it to the Jedi centric Skywalker stories and everything that I came to compliment about the Mandalorian or Andor or Ahsoka. It was all done first. In Rogue One, all the things I now appreciate about Star Wars, um, the new stuff was first done in this movie. Uh, the, the texture that it's that it seemed to add to the world. I think the movie is pretty solid. I feel as much for these characters as any others on the Disney Plus shows. Um, I think the effects aged OK. Uh, the visual style set the tone for what Star Wars is now um, pretty much on mass. So I I liked it. I'm looking at stuff like the uh, you know, the 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 battle on the in the third act, like all the cool shit. I, i'm I'm looking at I'm like, wow, like I, I feel like such an asshole for saying I didn't like this. I think i I think i I think I was going story as King at the time, and this looks great, but I'm not connecting with it. And I'm looking at it now like, no, I'm connecting with it. That's fine. The first couple episodes of Andor were really a slog for me because I was bored. I was tuned out. Um, I wasn't really invested. Um, it picks up for me. Um, and like you guys have been saying, I think that what it does um, really well is it's just what I really appreciate about it is that it's just different. It 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 barely feels like a Star Wars show. Um, it's cynical. It's tangible. It's morose. Um, I don't feel like narrative excitement like I do, like I should in Star Wars, um, but it feels different from what from the Disney popcorn stuff that other people are making with Star Wars properties. Um and I think that both can and should exist because shows like Andor give texture to the world and then other shows like Ahsoka, you know, do their like stay on the more like not positive but like uh more black and white side of things um and have more fun with it, but the underlying texture and complexity and amoral stuff of Star Wars reflects into in that show as well. It just doesn't take a front seat like it does in Andor. I mean in Andor like people eat for Christ's sake. Like they eat <laughs> they eat snacks. I saw a guy drinking from a Yeti and the people are doing normal shit. My my holistic view of all this stuff is that it's kind of like we're already in a plan B or below with Star Wars with properties that maybe Star Wars isn't the right example for like the that we all love. I mean, I think we all sort of are generally OK about Star Wars as a as a thing at starting out. But then. The more uh, the more you make of a property, the harder it is for to keep quality control the more time passes, the more you add to the lore, the more that people get to like add their piece of the story, the more that the story kind of might fuck up over time because somebody didn't do a good job and that infects the rest of the, the thing. And so a big thing we face right now with content and with all this stuff is like, there's so much being made that's supposed to connect to stuff that already exists and everything that's made recontextualizes the things that already exist. So you're kind of expected to see all of it for it to have the desired effect. So having seen all these things, I think it works well together while still maintaining somewhat of their own voice, because like I said, Andor and Ahsoka are pretty different shows, but their presence kind of has balance overall, um, in, in the whole star Wars thing. I'm very forgiving of these shows for, and enjoying them for what they are. Um, but there's so much of it that that my overall feeling after all this is like it's not that any of this is not any good. It's more just like oh, I don't know what, what are we doing. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's kind of weird. Like yeah, it, it, I mean I don't want to go down the rabbit hole because we've discussed this so much on on this podcast. But we talk all the time about like how are we supposed to watch all this? Um, and so obviously the answer is if you want to you you do and if you can't, you don't you know yeah. um I thought that what andor achieved as a star wars show was some semblance of trying to say something about radicalization and about um you know marginalized people um and I thought that. Every my favorite parts of Andor were everything related to the the Empire employees. Dude, yeah, some of that
0: stuff was really good, like the round table rooms.
1: Yeah, yeah. their the big boardroom thing. I was like, oh, like, like when I, they weren't just like idiots. Yeah, like
0: when they were like, this is obviously a trap that they're yeah. setting, and blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, Let's right. play the double play them kind of thing. It's just right, like, yeah. oh, if this was the original, they would have been like, blow this, blow the ship out of the sky, like, but sire, yeah. do yes. it. Damn it. Or whatever Fred Weasley said in in that one movie he was in. Yes. (laughs) What was his name? Uh, General Uh, Hux. Hux. Sure. Okay. Huxtable. So you said something and I wanted to mention it. You said it doesn't feel like what a Star Wars show should. And earlier you were saying like it didn't feel like what Star Wars is kind of thing. And what I think is interesting is that one, I, I agree there's just like it's insane that in this amount of time they've made this many shows. I think it's undeniable that Disney paid a ton of money and they were like, we're going to make this money. Yeah. Like, yeah. so on one level, it is that con- conversation that, you know, multi- a lot of people are like, it's just content these days. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they expect everybody to watch it. And if, if I, if I run with the, the business cynicism there, it's like, cool, I'm not going to watch all of it, but if you make stuff like X, that's my little grab bag kind of thing. Like I stopped going to all the 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 Marvel MCU mo- movies and just going to the ones that I'm like, ah, Guardians three. Ah, um, you know, I didn't end up liking it. But the Love and Thunder Thor movie kind of thing. It's like, yeah, cool. If you're gonna if you're gonna make this much crap, please make it diverse because I will find the part that I do like. Right. Um, but I'm not gonna watch Ahsoka. Um, and it does kind of steer me back into talking about Mandalorian because, yeah, Hunter, you have seen all three seasons?
1: I've seen all three seasons.
0: Dustin, you've seen two. I've just seen two. Okay. That is a show that I think is fun to dissect in terms of, like, I really liked it when it started. And now I'm probably, I'll I'm, I'll probably watch season four, but I'm also just, like, they did what I didn't want them to do. The reason why I liked that show, and I was like, wow, this is really bold of Disney to come out of the gate with this first Star Wars show of theirs being about a character that has not existed before. Yeah. You know, diving into, like, while people say they love Boba Fett, and I don't really get why. Like the coolest thing yeah. about him was he came from, so, you know, and I that's didn't that's like a, a, lot a of snake
1: that. eating its own tail is the love for Boba Fett. Like it just exi- it yeah. exists because it exists and no one knows when it started or why it yeah. started, but we all just know but, Boba Fett's cool. So we just, it's, it's a yeah. causal loop.
0: <laughs> I think it's something because like, he looks so cool that it, it must be better than that.
2: He I, it I just think, looks like I a think, dude. <laughs>
0: I think his Mandalorian armor, armor looks pretty cool. I know some production designer just like farted it out in the 70s, right? But, like, yeah, or the early 80s, but
2: that'll do. I don't know, whatever. So Ugh. it started
0: out, and like, I, I would never say that The Mandalorian was like smart. I don't think it's a very intelligent show. If you watch the way that like the characters interact, it feels very much like an A team type of thing. Yeah. Um, But, but like, I'm okay with that because I'm getting to see them do interesting new things granted they go to tatooine wait again
2: Mm -hmm. um, i want mr t in star wars i'm sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) we never killed nobody that's we never (laughs) killed nobody (laughs) anyway but but then they couldn't help themselves the end of the first season it's like oh we've got cg luke skywalker with a lightsaber fighting you know droids on a ship and then like the second season was like oh god oh we're gonna Bring all of the, you know, Ahsoka made an appearance, I think, in season two. Uh, yeah. Luke Skywalker, AI voice, Jedi training, like Grogu. And it's like the more that you tie it back into the same tentpole characters, the more you shrink this galaxy yes. to the point where I'm like, I just want to throttle you. You've got this huge thing with all this money. Have fun with it. Go do something new with it. And like, I'll watch, I'll watch, a, you know, a popcorn eating kind of 18 Saturday morning show in mandalorian i'll watch a deep character drama like in andor and stuff like that but like yeah just don't make it all about the skywalkers it just drives me up a wall
2: i I, i've said this a million times the the star wars universe is a lot smaller than they'd have you believe um i wish it was huge and maybe it's taking baby steps to get there but but to me Star Wars is so beholden to the the Skywalker legacy and it's so beholden to like the things you've seen that it it isn't actually that large and when you do something like Andor and it feels like completely separate then you start to feel like this doesn't feel like Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Right. Because
2: all Star Wars is is A.T.S.T. and lightsabers and Yoda. He speaks backwards and, you know, whatever. And like that, that's all the things that Star Wars like, that's it. Like, that's all there is to it. And and so when you move out from it, it just feels like there's there's nothing that resembles it. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But but I think they're starting to.
0: They made destiny part of the story. Like and that's another thing I fate and destiny when it comes to storytelling is one of my. Like I get why people like it, but all I do is it makes it feel like characters don't have agency.
2: Well, you gotta
0: get to this point because it's destined. Like, well, I
2: don't remember. I don't remember, and I'm not super familiar with Star Wars. Like lore but like i don't remember when the idea of like the chosen one prophecy thing began was that episode one is yeah, that where that they, they just said
0: it'll bring balance to the force and it's like what does that mean oh the jedi were reigning okay we're, <laughs> you brought balance yeah. to the force by making but, the sith big
2: because the thing the thing <laughs> that i always connected with about the original trilogy and and why i still say like star wars to me is a trilogy of films that are good and everything else that circles it is like On a scale of garbage to garbager and like, that's it. And like, but like for me, that, that original trilogy is so good because it takes three characters, Han, Luke and Leia, and it applies to them. Shakespeare's philosophy of some men are born great. Some men have greatness. Wait, some men are born great. Some men achieve greatness and some men have greatness thrust upon them. That's the, that's three characters. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, the, the story that is told is is not fate necessarily other than like Luke is chosen to this thing, like by his lineage or whatever, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't ever, it never appears that fate is driving Luke in the way that when you back up and look at the prequels, fate is pushing Anakin into this thing where he is the chosen one and, and he brings balance to the force, even though, like that it's kind of like a retcon in a weird way. Um, but like, to me, that's why the original trilogy works is because those three characters, whether they were born great or achieve greatness or have greatness thrust upon them, they each, they each work towards it. You know what I mean? Um, and so, um, so that's why that works with, with something like the Mandalorian, um, to me, that always scratched, and we've talked about this before, that always scratched the itch of like the original inspiration of Star Wars was Akira Kurosawa Samurai films. And and it and it scratched that itch for oh, me where the it's, wandering Ronin. It's the wandering Ronin. It's uh also a Western, you know, it's this town ain't big enough for the two of us kind of thing that mm-hmm. that, that I really enjoy. And so that was it, our it, that was our podcast. Uh,
0: sorry, you and I pitched that for a Kenobi show.
2: Correct. And and yeah. that's totally what it should have been. And that's what the original, what A New Hope was, was like the idea of the Jedi. They're this long forgotten, you know, ancient thing that like, do they even exist? We don't know. And then we meet this old cowboy. Right. And that's Kenobi. He's, he's the wandering Ronin. He's forgotten the ways, but like he is you know, this super cool, clean Eastwood, you know, whatever, but he's like posh and British and whatever, but like, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's this cowboy and, um, and that's great. And, and, and that's what I love Star Wars when it, when it does that kind of thing. And then, and then the idea of, you know, this guy wandering from town to town and saving people. It's very man with uh, man with no name. It's very like, uh, every Toshiro Mifune character Toshiro Mifune plays like all of these characters, you know, in Yojimbo and, and, and whatnot, like that are, um, these guys that just wander into town and there's this threat, this like feud that's been happening for a decade and he's going to come in and solve it because he's got a sword and like, that's super cool to me. And I love that idea um and that's why for me like the ideal at this point of star wars and i don't know maybe we need to talk about like what do you guys want out of star wars what do you want the future of star wars to look like for me i want star wars to either go back in time to like way before anakin it was ever a thing ever thought like go way back in time and And show me like republic yeah i want to see like feudal japan uh galaxy you know where it's like this this jedi who's like i'm just a jedi i don't have a council i don't have what i just i have this connection with this thing and i'm gonna you know do what's right and and stand up for the little guy and whatever and um and that to me would be great or if you move forward one thing that i hate that that sequels are doing these days is they're undermining arcs from the original rather than building on them And and that's why that's the number one reason why I do not like the 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 newer Disney trilogy is because rather than say these characters went from here to here and then now they're here, um, they instead said they went from here to here and then backtracked back to what they were so we can rebuild them again. Right. Han achieved greatness. That was his point. He achieved greatness. He and was a, he was still a,
0: smuggling shit.
2: <laughs> and then he, and then, he, yeah. And then he reverts back to not being great anymore.
0: And, rather and than not being, being great. able to maintain a relationship. Yeah,
2: I, exactly. And, and same with Luke. Th- this guy had greatness thrust upon him and he turns his back on it. That to me, that you're undermining your, your, your arc. You have to build on it. Okay. So he achieved, he had greatness thrust upon him and then, right. Not it, it, it not but, or if, or, but hold on, it's, it's, you know, build on it. And so, um, if that's where we go, as much as I don't like that sequel trilogy, like it's here to stay, they're not going to retcon it. They're not going to say it never happened. Um, as much as I would love for them to. So, so you, you, you catapult us into the future and show us a galaxy at peace And, and this is what they should have done anyway, is show us a galaxy at peace and show us how this, this corruption starts, show us the, the, the seed of, of discord that will grow into, you know, what, what the empire was and, 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 um, and, and, allow the Jedi and regular people who don't have a connection to the force to, to fight back against this thing. Knowing that they have something to protect now, it's not. And again, this is what the sequel trilogy should have been. We have a thing. We've achieved a thing. We have to protect it. Not we achieved a thing. Oh no, you didn't. And so, so that's that's what you have to like build on it. So either go way back in time, or build and show me something you know new. It's 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 good guys trying to protect the good rather than good guys that are all that are the underdogs. Like we, I've seen it again. If I have to watch one more rebel against an empire, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm no, going to no. lose my mind. They
0: weren't rebels. They were a uh, resistance. Yes. I'm going
2: to lose my mind.
0: I don't know what they were resisting if they were the government, but you know, that's fine.
2: Correct. Because <laughs> dog gone it. I, one more point that sequel trilogy, the, the perfect opening to that sequel trilogy would have been those three characters Han, Luke, and Leia in, you know, some place where Leia is ruling and it's like Coruscant or whatever, like Coruscant 2.0, whatever it is. And she's like, you know, yay, equality, yay, peace. We're all great. Everything's fantastic. And they're all happy and everything's great. And then you lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that's something. Like I've seen it, but but the, the the movie started and they never had it. I never saw the galaxy at peace because you only, gotta go collect the characters like pokeballs. <laughs> exactly the the <laughs> only piece in the galaxy we've ever seen and star and I I know it's named Star Wars, not Star Peace. But like if it like <laughs> if if <laughs> the only piece <laughs> we've ever seen is is yub yub or whatever that was called jib jub or whatever. What was it called? You know what I'm talking about? The song that Ewoks <laughs> sing at you the end?
1: <laughs> no, no, look, I know. Uh, the song, yeah, yeah. Look, it's at it's, at the it's later the here than it is there. You know it's,
2: what it's, I mean? At the end of Return of the Jedi, the Ewoks one, sing
1: Yub Yub or yeah, Jib jub, or One happy bonfire. And then... That, that's it. Oh! And then the next... <laughs> you know what I'm talking
2: about? The, the, it's the Yub Yub song. Yeah, What's they it called?
1: They all sing. Yeah, it's Yub Yub. They all sing and everything's great and the movie ends. And then like the next morning they wake up and there, there's hungover. beer. Yeah, there's beer cans everywhere. <laughs> and they're like, "What the fuck's going on? What happened?" And they f- yub nub yub nub yub nub yub nub.
0: What What did those Sesame Street aliens used to say? The ones that have the big mouths and they just never mind.
2: Uh, yip, yip, said, yip, yip, yip yips yip yips. So <laughs> okay, gotcha. Thank you, man. I had to go deep
1: into my brain for that one. Jim um, Jab was that site where you put pictures <laughs> on it and it made and
0: and Nien Numb is a guy in the rebellion which which a funny quick aside uh cuz uh, uh w- w- when i went to um galaxy's edge or whatever when, with john this most recent universe you couldn't uh,
1: think of real words for a second cuz all this yeah. fucking galaxy yeah. goo
0: yep 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 <laughs> yum yum it's anyway we we, we, just, we were on the rider resistance bleh, we were on the rise of the resistance ride and like yeah. john Like he's like, we got to get into like, this is going to be a longer story than I intended. But the the queuing system and that basically makes you like get into vehicles that shake around and like the the queue is the ride. It's like a slow Uh. blend of of. Oh, you're cool. waiting in a line That's to cool. being on a ride
1: so it's not so and, boring
0: yeah and so like yeah. you like they're like you're the new wave of resistance fighters you gotta get onto this drop ship and you get on there and and John just goes <laughs> earlier in the line John's like a very very you know uh, famous character makes a, an appearance uh, on this ride and I turn to him and I go is it Nyan <laughs> and he just, he looks at me he goes who the fuck told you what what <laughs> How- how did you do that? How do you know who that is? I was like, who is this? I was like, How do you oh, spell I know
1: it? who. Is this the guy it's who's, who's N- in this? I,
0: he looks like he's got a vagina on his face. <laughs> yes. He's that guy. He's sideways is vagina the, face. So man. he's. He, and he goes, he goes. <laughs>
1: he's Lando's.
0: He's Lando's co-pilot, co-pilot
1: in the third movie. In Return of the Jedi. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, yeah, so we get on the drop ship and, <laughs> in, and yep. I go. John Yindum! He goes, yeah, I don't know how you fucking called that. <laughs> He's got a little animatronic in the front of the ship, just like
1: anyway. This is, I, I this like, is so goofy. I like it to was, pi- I like to picture like Lando sitting down and be like, okay, we're ready to go. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it looks like what I had last night. Um How did you find anyway, me again? Anyway, to steer this back on, on track, um, you're asking like, like what, do want, what do we want what do we want to see from Star Wars going forward? I I have I have no hope for the movies and it's not to say that they might not be good or anything but they're just never going to be what I want because they're always going to further the star or the the at least maybe not the Skywalker stuff but like the top level force users against one another which yeah. is just never really going to be my bag. I'm so I don't mind the movies just doing whatever but if they have this massive ip in this giant world and there's a small screen just throw me a bone every now and then like um there's even like the vision stuff that i've been watching just to see smaller filmmakers getting to try their hands at something big is always Mm going to be exciting and you know that's the smallest of the small that's like animation directors and stuff so like i've been even thinking like if i was to ever be able to do a visions short which uh short form animation has basically been my life for 12 years like I'm like, cool, that doesn't need to be giant. It doesn't even need to be, you know, Skywalkers or Jedi anything. I would love to do, like, a small little, like, A-wing squadron, um, do it like Maverick, but in space kind of thing. Like, you can do cool shit in a giant universe as long as you're showing people that, like, they can just sample whatever they want from Star Wars. Just don't expect me to watch it all.
1: I, I just want to watch something... Where at the end of it, I'm like, okay, this wasn't a waste of my time or it wasn't like, don't we all <laughs> like it? Like after I finished Kenobi, I was like, that was so bad. And it was I bad. Believe I finished it.
0: Yeah, I know. Same. I,
1: I can't, I, I just, I, I finished it and I was like, I can't believe that this was as bad as it was. Like it was terrible yeah. and for so yeah. many reasons. It was just patently bad. And the same with Boba Fett. I just thought that the best episode of Boba Fett is not even really a Boba Fett episode. Like the, the there's, there's a whole episode where like, we like Din Djarin shows up. Like the Mandalorian is in an episode with him. He shows up and he helps them with this thing. And, uh, someone else is there. It's like, oh, there's a, there's a character named Cobb Vanth played by, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Was that yeah. in the Mandalorian or was that in yes. Boba yeah. Fett? Never mind. But like, I, I like all these things for what they are. And I like that, you know, the Ahsoka, uh, the, the, um, the Andor people were like, let's shoot in like real locations and let's like, yeah. let's make, let's, let's, essentially barely make a star Wars show. Um, that's fine because I watched it and I was like, good job. Like they, you should, they shouldn't all do this. This wouldn't work for Ahsoka. Um, yeah. I really liked Ahsoka. I liked it more than I, I liked I liked this one season of Ahsoka I think more than I enjoy The Mandalorian as a whole because the main character is a Jedi and that just like that. Um, so let me let me
2: ask you a question. Yeah. I heard I heard in order to really enjoy Ahsoka you have to have watched Rebels or well,
1: Clone Wars or whatever the both whatever that really is. Um, and I've seen, neither. Yeah, which is why I can't get into it. Yeah, I ain't watching that. So I've, I've seen neither. I, I have little kids. So I mm-hmm. imagine at some point I, I might watch these things. Yeah. Might. Um, I'm paying for Disney plus in perpetuity through my phone plan and my yeah. kids will never age out of it. So I yeah. probably, I might get around to it. Um, you, I wouldn't say you have to have watched it. I would say that you probably will enjoy it more. If you have seen those things, I like to soak it just fine not having seen those things. Um, so he shows like Ezra, Ezra Bridger. I'm like, is he important? And it's explained (laughs) to you within the narrative why it's a big deal or, you know, so it's, it's, it's not like they just expect you to know. Um, but it's probably a lot more fulfilling for you if you hear his name and you've (laughs) seen him before. And now you're looking at a human being playing him. Um, some of these people like the guy who plays, um, What's the bad guy's name? I don't can't remember the villain's name. Huh? Thrawn. Thrawn. Isn't Thrawn, Thrawn. Yeah. That's the yeah. voice actor who plays him in the show. Like that that's dude. Cool. That dude is, is cool. now playing him in live action. Like that's really cool. Um It's like everybody saying they wanted Kevin Conroy to be Batman when he was around. I was like, know, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so <laughs> the like who else? There's a couple of other people who who vo who were voices on the show. Oh, like like David Tennant. I mean, he's still a voice, but like David Tennant is like this droid, like Ahsoka is like droid or whatever. Uh, I can't remember his name either. Um, but he's there. They, they pulled people from the series to come, to come be in the show still. Um, and that's cool. I thought, um, I mean, I also just like Rosario Dawson. I'm not, I don't know if I'm full blown into her performance as Ahsoka, but I, I love, I had a lot of notes about Ahsoka. I think I wrote the longest note section on this more than anything else, but like, I, I, between Ahsoka and the Mandalorian, what I have come away with is just like Dave Filoni is the right person to be in a position of power in Lucasfilm because the best Star Wars stuff seems to be things that he had a direct or controlling hand in. Like people swear up and down from through the Clone Wars and Rebels. That's Dave Filoni. The Mandalorian. That's Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Ahsoka. He wrote every episode. Like it's it's singularly his script. It's not like a bunch of fucking people taking an episode like TV normally is. It's like, well, this is a miniseries. It should, in my opinion, that should all be written by one guy. It should be an arc guided by one person. And it, it, I feel like it pays off here, and especially since it's adapting essentially, continuing. He he even admitted like Ahsoka is is really you know. Rebels season three, whatever the it really is just another season of Rebels, basically. It's like live action rebels. Um, where would these characters be, basically? Um, and I'm fine with that. Um, I like I said, I do think it requires some foreknowledge of the animated shows, but um so this takes place
2: after Return of the Jedi, yes? Yeah, it takes place in the interim
0: between the, the
1: trilogies. That's right. Sorry, yeah, because it, it has the original to, it's in the sequel trilogy. Somewhat concurrent with um Mandalorian. Mandalorian. So yeah.
2: Ahsoka was around then during the original trilogy. Yeah, you don't remember
0: her character design in the the Clone Wars cartoon, the Gendi Tartakovsky one.
2: No, I do, but I mean, in the original trilogy, th- she's out there somewhere. So the yeah. Return of the Jedi is not.
0: Yeah, cl- that Luke um, is the
2: only Jedi, but there are other Jedi out there. Ahsoka being one. Yes. And she wasn't even trained by Skywalker, I don't think. But wh- but why wasn't she interested in Luke? She didn't know about Luke.
1: I don't, I can't remember. I read this somewhere. Like, someone someone explained it. Like, why wasn't she around? Okay. Um, because she was, uh, maybe, I don't know if she doesn't know about him or what, but like, I mean, she was, I don't know what y'all know about Ahsoka um, as a character. She was, she was the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. That's why yes. she's like special. He was her master. It seems like and she so, should have
2: been in charge of watching Luke, not Obi Wan.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what they expected though. Like, Find Ahsoka Tano. She's probably in charge of my children. Like, don't, don't she bring doing? her.
2: What was she doing for all I, that? Time? I can't remember. There, there, there's,
1: there's, that's the real reason. Is like this character didn't exist, <laughs> yeah. but like, yeah. but there's some in universe reason that they that they've someone has given um, something to do with disillusionment from from all this, all that. I mean, after her master turns into like the most evil person. Uh, you if know, I have to see
2: one more person be disillusioned, I'm going to lose my mind.
1: But I think if you're going to authentic, authentically p- feature these characters in this show, you have to somewhat acknowledge the events of rebels. Otherwise, like it's sort of like, then sure. why are we watching this? Cause why, yeah, sure, why sure. does this character matter? Um, but it prevents casual viewers from appreciating the show on a deeper level, but it seems comfortable with that simply entertaining the casual audience. Um, while deepening the lore for serious fans, the same people who may have seen the show or even read the books and shit, you know, all those fucking novels. Um, But I think that the singularity of Dave Filoni's fingerprints goes a long way on this show. Um, But like I said, I think I might like this more than I like The Mandalorian right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like those first two seasons of The Mandalorian, and this recent season I thought was fine, but I think that this show does what Mando can't, which is it feels more human to me what? and fresh?
2: Dustin, what Sega so does, what Nintendo. Don't.
1: What?
0: what man don't? Oh, what, what man, man don't? don't.
1: Okay, you uh, just I missed what an opportunity.
2: Days. Ahsoka does what man don't. Well, man don't.
0: I saw Dustin's face. He saw my face. So I was like, <laughs> "Is
2: he making a Sega reference or what?" Ahsoka <laughs> has blast processing. <laughs>
1: um, I think it. I think it feels more human to me and more fresh in its presentation than, than Mando does at this point, at least. Um, and I have to think that it's just Feloni's being a, as a better writer than some of these other people, maybe um, like these characters speak like star Wars characters, but it's not, it doesn't feel stiff. Like a lot of star Wars dialogue does. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how else to explain it. It's just, they're talking and it feels conversational and it feels contemporary, but it doesn't feel like people are going like, "Hey, man, fucking the the, the guy," right? <laughs> like you know, like it. It's not. It's not. It doesn't sound like us, and it's it's not people just pretending we're not in a Star Wars show. Um, yeah, I don't like hearing fucking Dank Ferrick. I don't like hearing st- fake Star Wars curse words. I hate that. I think it's stupid. Um, you don't remember oh, that? At all? Oh yeah, yeah. The, what's Farrick. your name? That, um, oh everyone. The- the Mandalorian, really? Woman leader, I can't I, remember her name. I don't remember that. Oh, um, yeah, um, Bo Katan. Bo Katan, and so and, what's really funny
0: is that yeah. she's from Battlestar Galactica, where they say
2: fracking instead yeah. of
0: fucking, and I'm like, oh, she must be used to that on set saying
1: made up swear words. Well, that's all they did on no. Firefly too. Yeah. Sure, I I think it's I get the reason why it's written. I'm still like, I don't know, I, I yeah. because especially when you have. Like Han Solo saying, "Like, well, where the hell is it?" You're just like, "Well, <laughs> yeah." Why can't we just say that? Like, can we just say yeah. that anyway? Um. um so, w- oh, finish that. My bad. Well, I was just gonna say, like, I I, I think I, I it doesn't cheat the it doesn't cheat the vernacular of the world. I just think it's it's a line that they walked really well. But I, I think that it helps that the show has has lightsabers and force users b- being used by human actors and not a cute puppet, you know? That, yeah. I just think that that matters. I think that that's fun. Yeah. And I think it's fun because I, I think what's fun about that is that what's fun about Star Wars is because a few characters have magic powers in an already exciting world of space battles and light speed and adding the force and lightsabers and psychic abilities makes for a great show that doesn't jump the shark because the Jedi aren't invincible. They're not all powerful. They don't have plot armor. They just have enough skills to keep them from being killed easily. Um, a little bit of flexibility on that but like it, you it's really easy to tell like like I don't like Leia like floating through space and force grabbing a ship and flying back onto it I think that's <laughs> fucking stupid um that's that's too yes. much for me but yeah. but Jedi have enough like in, in Ahsoka like her ship is broken and there's fighters coming and so they're trying to fix it and she's trying to buy them time so she puts on like a fucking spacesuit goes out on the wing they shoot blasters at the ship she deflects them with her lightsaber and then jumps up and cuts one of the fucking wings off as they try to fly by her. And I was like, that's fine. That's fine, because that all makes sense to me. It makes sense why her sword works. It makes sense she has magnetic boots. It makes sense that she can reach... That all is fine. That's fun, it's exciting, and it can only happen in Star Wars. If someone did that in The Mandalorian, I think that was stupid. But was there sound in space? Is There, there was THX, uh THX okay. 5.1 sound. <laughs> Um, anyway, I think it's perfectly fine. I think the quality was there on Ahsoka, but, but, Calum, were you about to say something about people talking like normal people?
0: No, I'll, I'll, I might give Ahsoka a shot. I don't know. Uh, I'll probably give it an episode or two or something, but, um, no, it was something when you're talking about Mandalorian and where it, what kind of show it is now. Um, Dustin, if you haven't seen the third season, I I I specifically... (laughs) I specifically want to tell you to never watch it, but also I want to see your reaction to watching it. <laughs> um, the episode for Christopher Lloyd. Um, that episode. Oh, was, speaking Christopher of looking Lloyd old, Lloyd's
2: in Mandalorian. Oh, he oh,
0: looks so old. That episode was pretty he is rough. old. Um, oh no! No, but but Mandalorian. Like like I said, the more it got tied into narratives that weren't it uh, weren't its own and, and yeah. revered other characters more than its own characters um that's when i think it started kind of going downhill but i what i would I know like jack black showed season- up
2: in in that one huh right jack black showed up in season 3 yes there's <clears> an <throat> episode there's an episode oh god
1: yeah and, with and, jack black and, and lizzo and lizzo oh. um but it basically know who it, lizzo is
0: it, man the mandalorian is now kind of like Forrest gump like bumbling through <laughs> like the background of like more important characters, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like he would be back there going, "I gotta pee," kind of like it. <laughs> it feels like he is the Forrest Gump, just kind of stumbling his way into important like characters yeah. and people. And I just really don't like it because I really Sorry like to ruin your Pedro Empire Pascal. Party. I really like the way he plays the character. They yeah. just they've been writing it way
1: farcical in my opinion. Mm. I what I like about the Mandalorian is that I'm only just now beginning to understand that their characterization of Din Djarin is he's essentially a religious fundamentalist. Yeah, he is. Like and, and everyone's and the more I see him that way, the more I'm sort of having fun with the side characters who are like you you never take off your helmet like never? Like yeah. they're just like what if you have to poop or eat or whatever, you know, just like That's I just they see him as goofy and it's just it's a fun way to to recontextualize the show. Um, I like that that the Mandalorian is somewhat more mature, you know, like it just feels like a rougher world than all this other popcorny stuff. But what the second season did a little bit too much was pander, like you were saying, Kellen. And Mm. my big thing coming into three was will it pander? And um, I think there's enough. Pure entertainment. There, it's not prestige television like Andor is, but it's solid and it's entertaining. um I, I think I was overall in on this season. I just thought it was fun, but it does have a lot of problems that are like not good trends for them to be doing with Star Wars, like yeah. you're talking about, like Forrest Gumping him and. But like, if you want to show me more fun dog fights or a bunch of Mandalorians in jetpacks trying to save a little kid Mandalorian from a giant fucking sea monster. I like that. Was cool. That was fun. You know all that stuff that I I like to see in Star Wars, but
0: yeah, you know. I I never have a lack of fun while watching it. I guess I'll yeah. put it that way. Like even in that episode I was talking about with Christopher Lloyd and Jack Black and Lizzo, like the chase scene was fun. It, you know that what I'm talking about from that episode.
1: Which which one? The, they're
0: chasing. They're trying to find like what droids are kind of malfunctioning and killing people. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, I have one specific, very specific like annoyance about the plot in season three, and I kind of want to use Dustin as my stooge for this. Like, okay, OK, Dustin. OK. You've seen season two, one and two. Yes. All right. You know enough about like what the Darksaber is, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So Gustavo like, Fring has it and wants it. And Gustavo stuff. Fring has it. Yeah. He wants it, you know, and it's basically like the savior weapon of the Mandalorian. And whoever uh, like has it is the leader of the Mandalorian blah blah blah. That was so, her.
1: Katie Sackhoff. That was like another character who was brought who was brought from voice to live action in these shows. She was the voice Bo-Katan? of Bo Katan, yeah, on, on the Clone Wars. And so wow. her playing her in live action is like a thing. That makes
0: sense. Okay, cool.
1: So so, Sorry. so Whew, okay, I can rest.
0: Really, really cool <laughs> plot point is that. This character that this other Mandalorian that he's allied with who isn't, you know, doesn't follow his same creed, but like they both are fighting for the same cause. So they're joining together. Uh, A a point of contention could come down between them where the Mandalorian wins in a battle and wins the Darksaber, which is the thing that she needs to feel legitimate in her reign, you know, as the leader of the Mandalorian Mandalorians. Yeah, wouldn't that be a really interesting plot point to like, and the only way you can get that dark saber is if you win it in battle. So now yeah. like okay. she either needs to kill him and take it in a, in like be victorious in battle, or he will die and lose it to someone else. And then she can win it. But like, that's a really interesting wedge to drive between your characters. Mm-hmm. Do you want to sure. know what they do with that? I uh, assume sound like walk it, could it all be, back. You, it go, seems okay. like it'd be a really, really fun thing to explore story on. He yeah, goes, sure. here you go, and she goes, okay. And I'm not okay. kidding you. That's literally all that happens. There's wow. no, there's no, there's no, um, there's no plot that like goes after it. Like n- nobody says like you didn't win that in war. It's illegitimate. No, he just goes, here you go. You can have it. I, right. it's me.
1: And he he does that's the thing, in secret, like, they could have at least in secret been like, hey, just take this. Don't, just don't tell anyone you got it from me. Like, he gives it to her in front of these people. All of her people. Who would know that it's illegitimate. Like, he, they're they're even telling her, like, you don't wield the dark saber. You'd have to kill this man or whatever to, to, for it to be legitimate. And he basically goes, hey, fucking, I don't want it. Okay. Here. And, and, and surrenders it. And they're like, okay, I guess. So if it's in his
0: character to be like, I shouldn't be the one to wield this. He's, you know, he's a modest character, but they should have, it should have been like, no, this is not how this works. And you should understand more than anybody as a, you know, fundamentalist following the rules that you have for yourself. And it's like, they didn't do any of that. And so the whole time I'm just like, the show does not care at all about the story anymore. It's literally get going from an episode to episode and seeing You could
2: also, you could also do, instead of like, him wanting to keep it and her wanting to take it you could you could flip it and have him want to give it up That's but her saying. Say, i saying i yeah. won't take it because i, I have to win it. it from you yeah you and have you, like you I, i'm challenging honor, you and him being yeah. like i don't accept the challenge but i also I'm think giving it to you
1: i, I you know I, th- I think maybe part of what they were doing with that was like again if you look at through the context of fundamentalism what's happening at this point in the show is people going like okay like we don't have to exactly like like we don't need to not never like she's accepted into his clan as like an as like the old versus the new like Bo-Katan walks in both worlds like she doesn't have to wear a helmet like that's not a big deal she's still a Mandalorian and so for her I guess that's just her way of going like I don't have to fucking kill him like who says who like I don't have to I don't have to murder an ally just so I can have the dark saber like he can just give it to me. Like it, it does work in in universe because basically everyone just goes like, "Yeah, why, why do we have to kill the person who has it?" That's that's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. what if we, what if we're friends, <laughs> you know? And right, um, but you're right that from a writing standpoint, that's a big dramatic wedge that we never pay off.
2: I think that's a season long arc that that plays out, and the climax is the battle between the two of them, in which he realizes like. I, I I'm going to have to fight her. They fight and he is the whole time, like on the defensive. Right. And she's going after him mm-hmm. and, and this whole thing. And then finally he be- she bests him and the, the crowds around and it's the, you know, I'm going to kill you the killing stroke. And she stays her hand and says, this is stupid, right? Mm-hmm. You're an ally. <laughs> I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to take it. And, and, and there you go. I I don't know. I mean, it's, it's probably predictable and whatnot to to have that happen, but at the same time, at least you get the drama of it for a season, and it's not just thrown away. It's the same thing. It reminds me of um, this. Oh, oh, uh, freaking what's her name? Uh, Ray, you have to take uh, you have to take this lightsaber, to Luke. Okay, cool. Whoop done. <laughs> he throws it's the it's the same thing. I'm going to build this thing up. Dup, done. And, and you could say subverting expectations all day long, but it's also like throwing away good conflict. It's throwing away. It's like some subversion is great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's great to be able to do something that your audience doesn't expect or the opposite of what they expect. But what, it, what, it, what isn't great is when you, instead of yes, anding yourself is when you say no, but And, and that's, that's where I take Umbridge. And so it's, that, that's what that was. And that's what this sounds like. It sounds like we've built up this thing and you can yes and it, or you can no, but it and they no, butted it. it.
1: The speaking of Umbridge, it's a lot like the elder wand in Harry Potter. Mm, It's like, what
0: a segue.
1: It's you, you, you kill, you kill the person with the elder wand and now it's yours, but you don't have to kill it. You just have to take it. Yeah, like they later. It's like, oh no, no, no! You don't have to kill the person. All you just have to disarm them. Well, shit, yeah. people disarm each other oh, all the time in Harry whoopsies. Potter. Yeah, I definitely yeah. murdered yeah. a guy for this. Yeah, I yeah. killed my father.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I and again, I'm very, I'm a very cynical person these days. But I, I suppose, in summary, I think it just means I'm not the audience for most of these things. And if they yeah. throw me something that I can like chew on a little bit, uh, I'll be down for that. I don't I, I know they're not going to stop this machine. So if the machine like kind of um, outputs a thing that I go mm, and then like enjoy yeah. a little bit of it and just kind of yeah. don't watch the rest of it, that's fine with me.
2: So that's he- my
0: stance on Star Wars.
2: Yeah, and and my stance is I think I think that the 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 space wizards are should be the protagonists. Um at least not in every show, not in every show, but we can't forget them. Um and, but we and can the space new ones. We, well we have to have new ones. We need new ones. And 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 the new ones um uh should be involved in ethical dilemmas that are new because we've seen We've seen the idea of like this you know semi-religious order of of Jedi becoming political and why that sucks. And we've also seen them be like down to nothing and slowly claw their way back to relevance and you know uh, this heroic mythical status. And then we've seen that just completely uh, undermined. Um, I, I think what we do next is we take those characters and say, look they're they're great they mean well they're heroes but they don't always make good decisions and and then we can deconstruct what a jedi is in a in a in a better way and get to know because like here's the thing Anakin was always we always knew because when we're watching the prequels we always knew he's going to fall and with Luke you kind of always know he's going to not fall you know what I mean? Like there's always like the join me, but you kind of know he's not going to join him. Like then yeah. the, the conflict is mostly over. So, um, so what we need is a character who has a, a, a true shot at turning one way or another, um, yeah. or a character who means well, but continually makes terrible decisions. Um, like imagine a wandering, uh, Jedi, you know, coming across a feud, picking a side, in this random this random planet, picking a side, fighting for it, and realizing that they were the bad guys the whole time, um, and and he just did something awful, and like th- these are like ethical conundrums that that Jedi should have to deal with, and and that they're not always right, and I do think you, that was the point of the prequels, but do yeah. it better. Do you think that
0: it, you, you're talking about the protagonist, you know, being flawed and and having a bit more nuanced to them. Yeah. Um, You know, the whole time I'm sitting here talking about like what Star Wars can or can't do, it could do anything, but like, what will they ever do with it? Yeah. Do you think that they would ever take the time to like actually make you understand the villains? Like
1: they are I, so I so. they're so cartoonish.
0: They're so cartoonish. And what you're talking about depends on having motivations that would make sense for a new, like a character that you just introduced. They could go either way. They're sitting on that edge. And yep. like if the force really works that way kind of thing, like you can't just be Ben Solo and tip towards the bad side just cause and you don't even understand why he hates everything and he's so angry. Right. Yada yada yada. And that ultimately is because you don't actually know what the first order, what the empire even stands for, because ultimately right. it's just a shadowy guy going, Eah. but like, because the
2: I I guess the idea was I don't like the Jedi because my uncle tried to kill me. And but but that's not like why turn your back on the whole thing just because of that. And also I, I, again, take umbrage with the fact that he tried to kill him. Like this is no budding Luke's character arc. And, and, but like for me, um, do I think that they'll do that? Uh, it's hard to say because like you, obviously like, I think it takes a skilled writer because you don't want to, um, humanize somebody because if you take the empire and the empire, you know, is comparable to a lot of real life dictatorial regimes or or what have you, you don't want to humanize them too much and make it seem like they're cool, well, but this guy's pretty good. No, um, but
0: it's but, always nice to know like why they're doing what they it, it, sorry, yeah. I do think it can work that way because you do have characters that come from the empire, yeah. you know, like if you're to say, Finn, Finn. You know, yes. They yes. made it so he had no agency and that's t- that decision yeah. to become a stormtrooper. Some yeah. people do. Um, yeah. the reason I was kind of asking that is that like you know, in the zeitgeist right now, everybody's like joking about how men think about the Roman Empire all the time. Uh-huh. Yada, yada. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Roman Empire was both an amazing thing and a terrible thing at the same time, and it depended who you were in within Rome, it. In yeah. Within yeah. it yes. or yes. without it. Yeah. So yep. like I don't mind the idea of like, maybe not this empire because like it's been done to death and it's been a cartoon villain the whole time, but like playing with the idea of talking about like what a wider view on the galaxy means and someone wanting like progress and you you know, the Roman empire did amazing shit, but they were fucking awful and brutalized people and
1: and erased cultures. I think what you do with it is you make the empire, like you make a, a big story about capitalism you have a guy who's in charge, the CEO. You have the guy who's in charge of the empire, and he's under a lot of fucking pressure to expand the empire. <laughs> and if he doesn't, his board of directors will get rid of him and they'll 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 anoint some asshole who will get it done. So yeah. he's a guy who's willing to do bad things, but he feels forced into it. I think, Mm. but they won't do that because at some point Disney will watch (laughs) that print and go, wait a minute.
2: That's (laughs) us. Is that us? us. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But that's what it it, should be. That's the only way that you can get a bunch of artists like interested in, in, in actually writing about something and, and humanizing or giving cause to an expansive, not broadly applicable, um, benefit, uh. To society is is this this thing expanding because it needs to expand or else nothing's happening and that's yeah. bad somehow.
0: Depends on larger and larger revenue.
2: I'm your new emperor Darth Revenue <laughs> <laughs> and Bob <laughs> J. Yeah. Revenue's
0: got a pretty good Star Wars eat sound to it There you D- go. Darth, Darth revenue. revenue Darth Revenue
2: <laughs> 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 That's pretty <And> great all, <laughs> Everyone under my empire shall have a very generous five days of PTO whole, every year p- <laughs>
0: They'll pull a Barbie and have it be self referential about their the corporate yes. structure. Yeah, I'm yes. sure. I'm sure they'll go for that.
2: Yeah. Well, well. So here, here's here's the thing though. With the sequel trilogy, they had a real opportunity to say, okay, um, our our characters, Leia, Luke, Khan, have created this peaceful galaxy, um, and it's way better than it's ever been. Right? It's fantastic. But then Ben Solo comes along. And, and, and he's disillusioned with it. Like, again, I hate disillusioned, but whatever. Like he, he, he realizes he's a young person. And as always happens, the young look at what the the generation before has done and says, we can do it better. And he says, I can do it better. And that sows the seeds of what the. First order would be, and and he himself becomes this thing that fights against his parents and and grandparents and whatever. Like you could do that. The problem is, as a writer, if you don't strike that balance perfectly, then you demonize Luke Han and Leia, which they ultimately did anyway. So does it matter? But like, um, but you don't want to demonize those characters. So I understand why maybe they would veer against that. But now. Post 789, they have the opportunity to say, now post Luke, post Leia, post Han, post Ray, we have this world that works. Like everything's. Do you think they're going to
0: abandon that cast?
2: I don't know. I mean, I the, no the, the
0: younger ones, do you think they're I mean, going to always try to bridge them?
2: I know that they have announced a new movie with Daisy Ridley. What? Um, yeah. So right. so that,
0: that a Star is Wars being movie?
2: Written. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: You know, uh, John Boyega is like I'm not doing that
2: anymore. Yeah, I think John Boyega's done. No. He, um. Kelly Marie Tran is done. <laughs> yeah, I think they're all done. But Daisy Ridley agreed, and and they brought her out onto a stage during Star Wars celebration. It was like, I'm doing a new movie, and all the fans, you know, ex- collectively exploded. <laughs> and hooray! Uh, right. Yeah, we hate this character six months ago, but now we love them. Yeah. And
0: um, I just want to be but, like, why was your reflection all? St- scary like none of this shit was explored
2: nothing makes sense I, it's not her fault she doesn't know either um but like, <laughs> it's like the, i was um, just looking at a green screen you guys why <laughs> why know. did you
0: lie to an old lady in the desert about <laughs> what your last name was <laughs> she's just an old lady <laughs>
2: I always wanted that shot to last a little longer and she says Skywalker and the ghost of Han and Leia just, or Luke and Leia go what? 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 Is that your last name? (laughs) Hey! You can't do that. Um, uh, That's fraud. (laughs) That's identity theft.
0: Ultimately the worst thing they did was imply that Palpatine got busy when he was all ugly and and disgusting.
2: Yeah. We don't talk about Palpatine. Do it. (laughs) We don't we don't talk about Palpatine. Um, I have to
0: put it through my
2: robes. <laughs> <I'm sorry. Yeah. laughs>
0: it also got electrified.
2: <laughs> Unlimited power. I need my machine.
0: <laughs> it looks like a dripping waxy candle. <laughs> sorry.
2: My wink <laughs> um, <laughs> to steer us back, uh, but 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 you 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 can do that now, right? Po- post 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 uh, all of that. Post seven eight nine. You you can say okay, we live in peace, and now we can take the time. Like almost make our protagonist the villain. Like that that would be interesting. it's the Godfather it's Bonnie and Clyde. It's you're taking the villain, you're making them the protagonist, and you're trying to get us on board with this anti hero type thing mm. and then slowly turn them good or or don't. I don't care, but at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, we know that good must win, so whatever, but like it, yeah i i I think that would be interesting to to take a spin on it and have our so. We've always seen the good guys are the rebels and the Empire are the bad guys in charge. But what if we flipped it and had the good guys are the ones in charge and the bad guys are protagonist rebels and, you know, flip the whole thing on its head? Uh, That could be interesting. I don't know. But I would love to see Star Wars take some risks like that. I don't think I don't know that they ever will to answer your question. I don't
0: think the main I don't movies. think the main trilogies can ever be anything other than recycling the same themes. Like yeah, probably. There's if you don't do that shit people will be like why was this such a small little whatever thing? Yeah. Like you can't do anything but big yeah. epic fight between two factions and one of them has to be obviously bad. Yeah, unless they do
1: have- whatever more of the a Star Wars story. Well, like, yeah, but sure. then that's side story. But they've story only stuff. done two of those, yeah. really, and then and those are tied more. And, and they shoved them all into TV right, productions. The two they made were tied to the main continuity somehow. Like once like a that Han bo- Solo yeah, that prequel. thing was
0: supposed to be
2: a movie. Yeah,
0: oh, and wow. so was Kenobi.
2: Yeah. Ugh, I've only moderately ever cared. It's going to take a lot to get me to turn me into a fan of this universe, like a true fan, because as it always has been. Star Wars is a good trilogy surrounded by a lot of really garbage things and and um and and a couple of good things, but it's still just a good trilogy um that has spawned some good things and a lot of bad things and so for me, um it's gonna take a lot to either you know like right that wrong like that imbalance or you know. Just do, do, I don't know, take some swings, do something kind of cool. Like Kellen said earlier, do something with different genres or different feel, different tone, and I'll grab what I like. But um, as it is, there's not a whole lot that I've liked. Um, so I, I I don't know where we go from here, but I do think that part of it is we we now know because of the prequels and because of the, the casino planet on The Last Jedi, you can't, don't go goofy. Like, please yeah. don't go goofy, take it seriously, but don't, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be adult, but it does need to be serious. And so as long as you take the world seriously and yes, and the story, I think we'll be okay. I think I'll at least somewhat enjoy it. But, um, but we, we, we just have to get rid of this time period. Like. I don't know. I mm. that That's my two cents. We we have to be done with Empire versus Rebels. We have to be done with it. And There's I would also, no more story to tell.
0: I'd also add, plan your trilogy. Jesus, I couldn't believe that they didn't yeah. do that. Yeah.
2: Lord have mercy. I couldn't Why? believe
0: they didn't plan the trilogy.
2: How could you not? Like, Kellen, we, you and I have done some writing recently. <laughs> how 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 do you sit and write a screenplay without ever thinking of what what the next two episodes could be.
0: How do you pay billions of dollars for the opportunity to do that and not do that
2: and not do it. And, and, and I understand if JJ had said like, this is my story beginning to end soup to nuts. Here it is. This is it. And then they like hand it to Ryan and say do whatever you want and Ryan Johnson delivers this script that's off the wall and has nothing to do with the thing and now JJ has to come back and like try to weave back to what he wanted to do or whatever. Like I understand that, but then that's a failure on the part of Disney for hiring somebody that st- that that colored outside of the outside of the, you know, outlines. Um and and you just can't do that in a trilogy like this.
0: If if JJ steered it back to where he wanted it to be in the first place, then it was doomed because if he ultimately wanted it to be Palpatine, Palpatine Palpatine is yeah. alive somehow. Yeah. The villain from the last two movies. Has, I got a couple of spares in a tank. Yeah. And then these two characters that have never seen each other face to face until this movie like make out and share their life energy to sit. I don't even remember that how that movie ended. Also, don't tell Snoke, but I have a third clone of him in my bedroom. I didn't give him eyes. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) I don't know why I said that. That's just creepy.
1: He never Um, knew it. Every time I saw him, it was weird because he didn't know I was being weird, but I felt weird talking to him, uh, knowing what I was doing to him. Wait,
2: where, where... where does that movie even land? I, I cannot remember. And, and I feel like I've seen the red letter media thing about this like 800 times and I can't, my brain can't comprehend it. Is Snoke a clone? I mean, is, is Palpatine a clone or is that Palpatine? No,
0: they never answer it. He's just I, been there.
2: I hate this. <laughs> I know. Somehow Palpatine returned. That if just, that's not bad enough. Then the idea is like, is that even Palpatine? Yeah, I don't know. It uh-huh. could be. He's always been here.
0: People are like, it's the same one. I'm like, okay, that's dumb. And they're like, no, it's a different one. His fingers are burned. And I'm
1: like, that's also, this is also dumb. dumb. Yeah. So we- I, I believe he's a different one, but I'm what? not sure. <laughs> I believe but why he's. Why is a- he
2: burned? <laughs> if you clone somebody, they're not going to have the same physical scarring <laughs> as the original. Maybe, uh,
1: maybe he fell into a, f- uh, maybe he fell into a campfire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm doomed to be burned. It's a like, canon uh, event. It's a canon event. It's a canon, canon event. Yeah.
0: But p- the point is, it's like they paid a bunch of money and then like didn't actually, they were like, oh, we have to make something. I, he be wasn't burned. Looking- That's just
1: what Eamid Dermon looks like right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, uh, he's aged terribly. I Does he have cancer? i looking
0: into like when they bought it. And like when all of the like it could it could it be that they just went, oh, we got it. Let's just go. Let's just run. And then like they didn't. Yeah. I don't know when they bought it. I used to think think it was ridiculous that they didn't write out the whole arc of Lost. And now I completely understand that compared to uh, the biggest movie franchise ever not having a plan.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They also really, really messed up because they had a treatment, I believe, for an entire trilogy from George Lucas. And they watch to the thing s- about that. He yeah. sold he sold them the thing and said, here's the treatment. Yeah. And they literally did Luke Skywalker's thing and said, whoop, yeah, over the shoulder. Don't care. Right into the trash can. Kobe Bryant, that thing. Yeah. And it was done. And I'm like, look, say what you will about George. Say what you will about the stilted dialogue. I hate sand. Say what you will about all of this stuff. But the truth is, it's his story, dude. Like I don't know. It, there's a reason why we've exhausted every Ian Fleming novel. There's a reason we've exhausted every Arthur Conan Doyle story of Holmes. Like, because they originated it, they kind of have some say in it.
1: The thing is, George Lucas. Like, I read a whole book about that fucking guy, and and you know everything we know about him already. Chapter seven salads. George. <laughs> George Lucas works best as a broad strokes. <laughs> like idea person what if there was yeah. a this what about that blah, blah, blah. but characters dialogue mean? scenes um everything else <laughs> i love
2: that you just described an entire screenplay Yeah, yeah.
1: every every element <laughs> well, that, of actually writing a screenplay why, that's
0: why i think the indiana jones trilogy is like my favorite that he, you know he's involved oh, in his he, yeah he didn't
1: direct those no yeah correct he, he just had a really good idea and something that made sense and was fulfilling for for him and St- Spielberg. And then Spielberg went and did it. You know, yeah. like he he has good ideas. Oh, Star, like Star Wars? That's a really fun idea. But yeah. like, okay, but let someone else like execute it. So I agree, Dustin. I would have liked it if he had been like, listen, like, yeah, I'm selling. It would have been a great publicist. It would have been great press to be like, hey, I sold the company for fucking $4 billion. And I'm filthy rich now. And you can all f- go fuck yourselves for talking shit about my movies, um, but for the people who like what I do and stuff, like yeah, they're making more movies. But I've I've I have plotted the I've plotted the the broad story for this new trilogy. But other writers, so essentially, he wouldn't say this in a press conference, but well, maybe George Lucas would. But George Lucas would have story by credit on all three of these stories, like it was yeah. his idea. He plotted yeah. it out, but then. Other people came in and said, okay, here's the, here's the, here's the broad strokes from George. Can we make this more, can we please make this more interesting (laughs) and and have characters and have a fun story and have some cool dialogue and just have some new, interesting shit that executes this in a way that's really cool. Um, Whatever, like. I, I, I that would have been nice, and it would have been a it would have had some cohesion. I guarantee you, it would have respected those
2: characters, those yeah. original characters. Yes, and I guarantee you, it would have given us something that's a freaking no brainer. And I don't understand it, and I'll never understand it. I'll go to my grave scratching my head
1: over this. Mm-hmm.
2: Why did they not do one scene where Luke, Han, and Leia were together?
1: Yeah, not You would, one you would have scene. had that. You would have. You wouldn't have killed all three of those characters, and you know, you would have had way more you, of them acting together.
2: You can kill them, but give, but, but put them, put them like respect them. Yes. And their story. Yeah. And, 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 and put them in a scene together because that's, that's, that is star Wars. I'll say this, or at least at that point, they was. would have
1: all three not had meaningless deaths. Yeah. Right. Which there is basically what they had. Yeah. Meaningless, mm-hmm. small scale deaths. You may as well yeah. have had Han choke on a sandwich And Luke fall (laughs) fall down the stairs. Yeah, you know, like, and just and Carrie Fisher gets in like a car accident. All just
0: died of being elderly.
2: Yeah, right. Well, (laughs) and and since when? Since when? I mean, I don't know. I I still I still don't understand the Obi Wan thing. The Obi Wan death. But like, since when does using the Force make you die? My
1: my favorite my favorite meme from Star Wars is someone is, is the picture of Yoda dying. It's like, I love that Yoda does that parent thing where he just gets so tired of listening to Luke that he just, he just dies. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I've been in the car driving my kids sometimes, just been like, I wish I could just fucking disintegrate. <laughs> 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 um, no, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why using the force takes it out of you like that. I mean, I guess it is strenuous, but like dying. Yeah. Wouldn't you pass out first?
0: (laughs) What I think all this conversation means is that I think we're probably all on the same board. uh, Sorry, all on the same page about how like just because Star Wars is fun doesn't mean it shouldn't make sense and be fulfilling (laughs) and rewarding as a story. Yeah,
2: the the whole the whole series smacks of like making up a a bedtime story for your kids on the spot. Uh, and then the the, the, the guy, and, and, yeah, uh, uh, the the guy in the suit just and, swings, and the other guy disappears. And, and somehow Emperor Ooh. Palpatine
1: survived. But how, Daddy? Oh, uh, don't Daddy worry about, about it. Moving on. But, yeah, moving on. I told you, but you were asleep already. And yeah. how are we going to
0: deliver this information to the audience? The scroll. <laughs> yeah.
2: Palpatine Daddy. lives. Sing Yib Yub again or whatever. I don't even I can't I still can't even remember.
0: <laughs> do you guys remember do you remember that the very first thing that announced that Palpatine was back and was the bad guy in the movie was a Fortnite crossover? Was it really? What? During this like event, like I, I don't I don't play Fortnite, but apparently like there are timed events, so like stuff can happen in the game world. Mm. And they had some big ominous like sound that happened and then like some dialogue started just like it was emperor palpatine speaking out to the fucking like galaxy saying that he was back or some shit like that wow and that was how they announced that palpatine was coming back and i was like oh dear oh gosh oh wow yeah this that- was the sound ian mcdierman dying <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know but i just remember that and being like what t- what timeline do I live on and like why this is this happening?
2: Yeah. I was, I was going to say, imagine the MCU announces Galactus as the next big villain in a Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> Dude,
1: <laughs> I could honestly believe that. Like during the Super Bowl or something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, it's a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah. Enjoy your cheesy chalupa as much Galactus. as Galactus enjoys eating planets.
1: <laughs> Yo, Kiero, Planetos. And then, like the Fantastic Four or whatever it is, like begins, and Galactus is just like, "Oh, what? You didn't see the commercial? Why? Why does it say that in canon
0: in the MCU is a Mountain Dew commercial? Oh,
2: you yeah. had to see that Mountain yeah. Dew commercial. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> there's a there's a Wikipedia page about it. Oh, yeah. It was that
0: one. It was that Mountain Dew commercial for Game Fuel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was good stuff. All right. We should end this. <laughs> <laughs> Star right. Wars or this conversation? We should end them both. If we could do them both at the same time in a few seconds, that would be preferable.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: well. Well, uh, they are making another season of Andor. It's the final season, but it's going to oh, be out. yeah I didn't in, know that. In, yeah, in August, uh, it'll be out already. Like they've, I guess they're already shooting it. Um, oh, wow. So, okay, or they've already shot it. I don't when know. did they announce a green light? I don't know. I think they just quietly were like, hey making more
0: i don't know how they could do that that fast if they just if they greenlit it during the
1: whatever that must that must been one of those things where they looked at the they looked at it like in post (laughs) and kathleen kennedy or someone must be like hey this is good shit go ahead which is Hmm. what you want you kind of want them to just go ahead and start making stuff regardless of what the audience thinks i mean yeah unless it's the audience thinks it's terrible it's like well we're gonna make another one anyway but like you you want that for a show Like, oh, cool, I'm glad you like it. We already fucking shot the second season, so... Maybe they should make a spinoff called Better Call (laughs) Saw Dustin,
0: Dustin's just
1: zinging them out tonight. I saw Dustin write that on an index card as soon as he sat down tonight.
2: (laughs) Uh, There's another joke to be made, (laughs) but I can't... I
1: I I wish I had the
2: Star Wars knowledge to make this joke, but there's a planet... Uh there's a there's a um is there not a planet in Star Wars called Camino? There is
1: there is. It's
2: where the clones are from. Yeah. El Camino, a Star Wars story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ow, there's another banger. Oh. <laughs> oh. Another banger. I
1: forgot about that movie. A good movie. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, All right. okay. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it, guys. We did it. We did it. Yay. Yay. Bye.